Are we starting? Yeah. Have I got the right number? Episode 13. Yeah. Unlucky for Sam. It's Thursday. No, it's not. It's Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I'll get days completely like that. So, firstly, I want to apologise. We're at Sam's flat and uh, you're having some new stairs fitted outside. And yeah. They're making this horrendous drilling noise, aren't they? Which you can probably just hear in the background. It's niggling. Yeah. It's, it's, one it's those... a bit annoying, isn't it? <laughs> mm, it's all right. They'll, they'll, hopefully, they'll go soon. Yeah, they'll go soon. Is it making you depressed then? No, no. I quite like it. It's, 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 it's getting Soothing. me serotonin levels going. <laughs> raising them. It's raising them. I'm very happy. So, look, I, <clears throat> I thought this week would be a good thing. Well, you normally start off a little bit posher than this. You, well, I'm not going to know because every time I do, no, you just no, take no, the piss no, out no, of me. No, no, I won't take the piss. Go on, right. do it in your posher's voice. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to If You Happen, You Know It, with me, Miles Chapman, Ricky Grover, and Sam Underwood. Episode 13. Ricky, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing very well. And do you know what? That was a lovely little intro. Thank you. I think that's the best one you've done. I think oh, that's the best one. Yeah, Why don't you just cut and paste it and put it in each week and just change it? Well, because it's not episode 13, is it? We just change it. I've just said that. Change the number. No, you've said unlucky for some as well. I mean, is it unlucky? It's one of my lucky numbers, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those one of those numbers that I use. Is that them drilling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's powerful, isn't it? It is. Will that be in the background of all of this? Probably. It doesn't matter, does nah, it? Because most people are so depressed that they think it's in their head anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you're listening yeah. to this, you're in trouble, so it doesn't really matter, does it? A bit of, <laughs> bit of drilling just... Drilling? Adds, What's drilling? I don't know just, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it just adds to, just adds to it. Adds um, to the atmosphere. So, uh, 13, unlucky for Sam. Do you know why it's unlucky? No. no I'm going to guess this, and then Sam's going to check and find out I'm completely wrong. I think it's to do with the Last Supper. There's oh, 13 yeah. people at the Last Supper. Yeah, it right. probably is, yeah. I think that's what it, where it comes from. I could be... Into, I've looked. I've, I've said that without looking it up. Well, Sam's it just about to look it up. 13, 13 oh, was no, my old granddad's, my dad's dad's favourite number. And 13, the, my daughter was born on the 13th of January. So I right. can't... There's it no can't way. Be. My it, mum was born the 13th of You know June. what? Oh, really? you, Miles, you're right. Hey! Oh, wow. Some believe this is unlucky because one of those 13, Judas Iscariot, was the betrayer, uh, betrayer of Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. There we are. Yeah. Do you know what? Don't suffer that, Sam. You know he's looked it up before. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's like, tries to make Do it. Know? He's done it off the cuff. He's just one of those naturally. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I knew you were going to mention 13. Why? It was episode 13. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I knew you were going to say... Uh, All right, well, let's talk about... You know what, though? Recently, and, and the drilling's starting to lift Is that your now. washing machine as well? It might be the washing machine. Oh, oh. is it a washing machine? <laughs> I can't on, believe it. What's going on? It's us thinking it's the drilling. It's the oh, washing machine. It's bloody, oh, it is the washing machine. He's got machine. it on a spin cycle. Oh, he's got it on a spin it's like two, cycle. Two minutes left to go. <laughs> I'm proud of you, God though, doing say. your own washing. I'm proud of you. Isn't it good? It's <laughs> very good, yeah. So you wash it here, and then you take it to the laundrette to dry it. Yeah, it's right, dry, it's yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I know what yeah. you mean, yeah. No, well done. So, um, so I thought this week... We, we haven't that. got a guest. No, we haven't got a guest. No. We haven't got anyone. We don't no. need a guest. Why no. have we got a guest? Well, because it's nice having guests. It lines because no. it saves listening to you all the time. That's I've got, why. I've got some guests. Breaks it up a I bit. I've got some guests lined up, but I, I think the thing is, you know, let, let's say what we've got to say first. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what. I was talking to Sam and I were talking earlier on about what should we talk about today, and uh, Sam made a, a good point. And I think we have sort of touched on it lightly, but I don't think we've gone into any sort of great depth. And I think this is something that. I think will resonate with a lot of people, mm. um, and that's alcohol mm. and depression and anxiety because um, alcohol can temporarily uh, relieve those symptoms. I don't know if you find when you're really anxious, you have a couple of pints, it sort of just calms you down a bit and it yeah. sort of gets rid of depression. But the sting in its tail is that 
uh, over over long term use, it just ultimately makes your depression and anxiety a lot worse. I don't know about you, but I've had hangovers where I've just <laughs> wanted out. I felt so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wondered. Uh, so we talked amongst ourselves about your relationship with alcohol, and does it make you feel better or worse? Do you try and abstain from it? Um, is your relationship sort of? Does it change all the time? What about you, Ricky? Well, I'm going to spin this right back on you because I know you have got an alcohol problem. You think? Yeah, I do. I know so. I know so. And I also know that after you have a drink, it may not be the next day, but a couple of days after, sometimes a little bit longer, you go into a deep depression. I wouldn't say Mm. deep depression. Well, you go into a depression. Yeah, you're right. It's not a deep depression every time. But you've got to remember, with any addiction, as soon as you challenge it, I like to separate, where I've been a lot of 12-step meetings, I like to separate the person from the addiction. Yeah. And when when I say addiction, you might go, well, I ain't got addiction. You you say the word alcoholic, you imagine someone, uh, you know, you visualise someone sitting on a park bench yeah. <laughs> drinking white lightning or whatever. You, it doesn't have to mean... Tenant super. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that. There's a lot of functioning alcoholics out there. <coughs> Don't so, worry about the. the, the um, so, are you, are you saying shoes? are you saying I'm a functioning alcoholic then? Well, I think that you're very reliant on booze because you like that little mood swing. Swing. Don't get me wrong. You're not on your own. Millions upon millions of people in this country are drinking wine or booze every night. You know, some kind of booze every night just to get through. You know, just to get through their life. Well, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, my my relationship with alcohol. It's sort of mixed, you know. When I was when I was younger in my twenties, uh, you know, I just get obliterated every weekend, like most most sort of young people do. Mm. I wouldn't drink much during the week, and then just get annihilated on the Friday, Saturday night. And um, classic binge drinking, but yeah, classic yeah. binge drink, exactly. Binge drink. And I, as I've got older, I can't binge drink because a it makes me ill while I'm doing it, and the following day I just want to die. So there's no point. But I guess my relationship, I, I appreciate a drink now rather than just throwing it down my neck. I'd rather have a couple of really nice beers. Or a really nice glass of wine, rather than have eight really just crap beers just so for the sake of it- drinking it. So, um, so I would say most nights, yeah, I might have a couple of beers, but so well, that's let, sort let, of it. I don't let let me go, let me delve a little bit. Deeper. I really enjoy it. Let me yeah. delve a little bit deeper. Go on. When you say a couple of beers, a yeah. couple of beers is two. Yeah, right. Be absolutely truthful. When you have a drink, do you have? Two pints feel stopped, or is this a four-pint job? No, two. I never two. have any more. Than so you have two pints, yeah. and you feel that takes the edge off you. I mean, no, no, but I just, no, I just want to put it. It doesn't take the edge off, because I'm at the moment, and for a while now, I haven't really been struggling that much. No. It just makes you feel nice. You know, it's just a nice just way like of that, running off your day. And I think that's why everyone has a couple of pints, because it's a nice feeling, isn't it? You know, it's... But everyone does... And you does, enjoy the... Fl- and I enjoy... You know, I if someone said a couple of pints of Fossers, I'd be like... Ugh. But I'll yeah. have a couple of pints of really nice real ale or, or craft beer or something that tastes half decent, you know. Well, then, you, you know, <clears throat> you're lucky. You're lucky is what I can say. Because you said earlier on, I think you're al- you have I a do, problem with alcohol. I, I, do, I do think you've got a problem with alcohol because I think you need that little, I think you do crave it. Let me, let me say something to you and be totally honest with you. Go if on. I said to you, you can't have no alcohol for two months... Yeah. And I said that to you right now. Is there, would there be a slight set of panic? I wouldn't say panic. It probably make you feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a routine, isn't it? Yeah. 
I don't. I don't think I'd be climbing the walls. I think I. Now the weird thing is, it's it's Pavlovian for me. So uh, so Pavlovian, as in you know, certain things happen. It creates a, a Pav, Pavlov's dog. You had a Pavlov's dog. He looked at me if I'm gone mad. No, I thought you were talking about Pavlova. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's basically like um, it's cause and effect. So it, at a certain time. I cluck for a beer, so it's kind of like half six, seven, mm. and that's just routine. Yeah. The same point at half ten, I'll cluck for a coffee. Uh, you know, well, I've, I've, you know, it's just you. Do you find that at certain times you think, oh, it's half six, seven, I'll have a little beer? And this time. is a lovely little conversation, but in reality, I've been with you a few times, and it hasn't been two. But that's because I'm out with you. Yeah, yeah. And you're so you've been you've drunk quite a lot, and I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying this is wrong. No. And I'm not saying even if it even if it causes a problem, yeah. I'm not saying don't do it. What I'm saying is you have to weigh it up. You know, I'm not gonna go onto the food thing. My my thing is the the the, the food addiction and I yeah. have to weigh it up. When I do it, when I have a binge up, yeah, I know I'm gonna feel shit after. Yeah. Is it worth it? But I like I say, I don't binge drink anymore. Not I mean I, I can't remember the last time I'd any more than three and a half, four pounds. No. Honestly, I can't do it. I physically can't do it. I but can't if, fit it in and it makes me so ill. So. If you was to have a really like if you was to go out and have say this say seven, eight pints, oh. which would be a really good drink, every yeah. drink, right? Do you believe that you would just carry on as normal and it would all be how it would have been? Or do you think a few days after that, they'll come a lull. I should think drinking that much, yeah. They will come a lull. Yeah. And so what do you think causes that lull? What, what is it in that drink that causes that lull? I don't know. I mean, like for me, I, you know, if I do have a hangover and I haven't had one for quite a while, like mm. a real nasty hangover, it's, I think it's the hangover that makes me depressed and, and makes me anxious. And that feeling, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you think, mm. oh, it's absolutely horrendous. And should I tell you uh, what I believe it is? You think it's sugar, don't you? I really believe mm. it's sugar. <laughs> and and, and it, when I first heard that, sitting around in sort of 12-step meetings and that, I thought these people were off their nut. What are they talking about? Sugar? Sugar's natural. We have sugar, don't think. But, and then when you hear it time after time again... And when, what happens is, if you go to an AA meeting, there's always loads of biscuits. There's sometimes chocolate, and there's sometimes because what people do, they're replacing the sugar. So they, and that's in no other meetings. That's well, certainly not in in OA meetings. Over it is anonymous because <laughs> everyone just sit there yeah, and get yeah. on it. But so one of the things for me, and the most concentrated sugar mm-hmm. is when you ferment it. Yeah, you know, the I was gonna booze say. is fermented, basically it's fermented sh- sugar. Like sugar and, and processed foods as well. Yeah. I feel I can. I feel just as bad after cramming a McDonald's down my throat oh, as I do yeah. after having three or four yeah. pints. I don't, I, I don't necessarily yeah. get the sort of headachey wooziness, but I still I, Me I too. feel just as shit. Me too. And I've done, I've done that recently. Yeah. Crammed <laughs> Re- a like, really load of rubbish down food, my throat yeah. and felt absolutely, before I finished it, felt... And did finish it, but before I finished it, <laughs> knew it was knew uh, whatever have I done? Why did I do it? And there might be a you know a psychological element to that, but I think it's really when you think about it, it's so obvious. You know, if we suffer from depression, we really need to look at what we put in our bodies. 
Yeah. Because, you know, just we've spoke about it many times, just, you know, um, picking an antidepressant. Certain antidepressants do certain things to you because of the chemicals in them. And so much so with food. When you look at the stuff like Spartamin and all the different uh, MSG and stuff like that, when you look at these... Z numbers. All of this stuff, they have a massive effect on you. And there's obviously, when you suffer from depression or, or anxiety or whatever... These chemicals definitely have an effect, mm. and so it's and it's, it's you're not going to get it right all the time. We're not, no. and sometimes we even do it. Sometimes we even do it where we think, you know what, fuck it, I'm good. I don't care. I want to be depressed. I, I, I want to go into one. I've had enough of mm. trying to. I've had enough of trying to get that balance. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, you think I just want to let myself go, but I find if my addiction if you like and say you're one if i said to you your addiction was booze from the outside people go he's not he's not an alcoholic he's not he's not got a problem he's so similar same with you sam but i know that if i talk about it not being good for you Mm -hmm. you don't see it but i remember right in the early days of talking about it to you what happens is that addictive part of you yeah that addict Mm -hmm panics gets defensive it gets defensive you start telling someone who hasn't decided to stop smoking about smoking you see them get agitated straight away you see them light a fag up straight away and Mm. blow the smoke in your face Mm. because what you're doing is challenging their addiction yeah and i think it's really important to separate the addiction from the person Mm. and also i think it's it sounds like you're challenging their crutch yeah, you know they're they're the way that they deal with yeah whatever it is that they're dealing with. Well, it's the way I, that they sort of get through. And I'm, I'm going to chat. I don't think I'm addicted to alcohol. No, I, I genuinely don't think I am. I I do think there's a difference between alcoholic and being not not dependent either. It's just kind of I just because I I'm not fussed about spirits. I'm not. It's just I do like a couple of really nice beers, and and, and it's. I suppose maybe maybe technically I am. Maybe everyone that has a drink is addicted to alcohol. Can I tell you? Drink every day. I mean, could that be the same for everyone? So should I tell you? Let me put it this way. And I've heard this. I've come to this conclusion by hearing things sitting around the table with with people who suffer from alcoholism and stuff. The booze. See, the booze isn't the problem. It's your nut. Yeah, is the problem. (laughs) Booze isn't the problem. Booze is fantastic. If you can go out and have a few pints and really enjoy yourself, it's brilliant. We'd all love to do that. I mean, I'd love to do that. Food isn't the problem with me. Yeah. It's my nut. Yeah. And so what I use it for, here's what I use it for, and this is what I was saying with you with the booze. This is, you know, them couple of um, pints of good owl that Mm -hmm. you drink and my bars of chocolate almond. Yeah, yeah. I promise you. Well, yeah, no, no, I promise you're, you. right. you're right. You're yeah, right. I promise you, <laughs> right? And I tell you yeah, the... Ri- whole nut. Whole nut, yeah. Really? got to be whole nut. I haven't, had, I haven't had it for ages, but whole nut used to be one. I mean, I used to do six, seven bars at a time. <laughs> big family Jesus. size. Jesus. Family size, what? Family, the big ones, the giant ones. Six, seven at one sitting. Seriously? Yeah, and that was only part of a binge, but... <laughs> I know Jesus. it's mad. I can't. Th- I can't eat like I used to. Oh, okay. Can I? Can I rewind down? Yeah. What is the most that was, that you've would eaten? Kill me. I think I'd be so ill. What's the most I, you've eaten of anything in well, one I, go? I, I've gone out and bought like a score's worth of chocolate, 
20 quid's worth of chocolate. And I'm talking about quite a long time ago. And eating it all. Oh. Eating it all. This is when Freddo's were 10p. Like, so, you know, I'm talking or about a long feet. time ago. So you're talking, when I'm, I'm talking, probably the equivalent to 10 Easter eggs, big Easter eggs, something like that. And you've done the lot. And I've eaten beyond feeling sick. So I've eaten till I felt like I was going to be sick. And then I've carried on eating. But here's the reason I, I ate. And here's the reason I believe people drink <laughs> mm-hmm. and thing is because what I was trying to do is sedate my feelings. Yeah. yeah. Because without that, two months with no alcohol, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Miles, you would feel the feelings, right? So whether that whether you can take that edge off but, with a couple of pints, that may be a good balance but, for you. But the thing is, why? Okay, so you could yeah. say that. So I'd never drink during the day yeah. ever. It's always yeah. in the evening. Yeah. So uh, surely I get those feelings during the day. Want to go at lunchtime, have a couple of pints. I never do. You know, why, I don't enjoy it. You know why we don't know? Why? I'll tell you why. Because most of the time we're working or we're 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 interacting with people yeah. and we can't put our red chin on the floor, you know, or on our chest and just sort of go, how are you doing? You're all right. And think it's only when you've finished all your play acting with everyone, making out you're having a great life and a great time that when you go home and sit on your settee on your own and you're tired and you sit there and you feel it starts to hit you. This depression mm. thing. Well, I, you know, I, I, I'll be honest. You know, like, since I've been on the satellite, I've been loads, loads better, and, and, yeah. and consistently better. So I don't want to come across as like a fraud on this because I. No, you know, you're not a fraud. You're not a fraud. But I have no. been through the mill well, so many you, times. You, 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 you've, been, you've been through the mill, but what I'm, you, what what it is, no one's saying you're. I'm not saying, you know, you're. <laughs> what I'm saying, look, I'm not saying you're an alcoholic who can't function and you really need booze and you suffer from depression because you got it. I'm saying you do what most people do. And you've even dressed it up. You've even gone, I don't drink Fosters, I don't drink, or, you know, <laughs> I, I, I like a really good okay. beer. And you know what that's like me saying? I don't eat old nut no more. I eat lint. Lint. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll get I'll get the really you yeah, know I'll get so the, I'll, I'll yeah. get the good quality I'll get the good quality ninety percent. Right. Now that's, a, here's, that, that's a, here's a question because you know I know that's, how, that's a fair point. So we're going to come to you. I know, how, drink, I know how I'd answer this. Go on then. Go on. So Miles, if you went to the pub uh-huh. and you had said earlier in the day, I'm not going to have a beer. Yeah. And when three or four hours later, you know, we get to the pub and someone says, "What do you want?" What's your automatic response? What would you would you still struggle to? I don't know. It depends what mood I'm in. Mean, I have been to the pub before, and not had a drink. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I have evenings when I don't have a drink. I don't know. Um, depends how I felt. It's a bit weird, sort of making that decision four or five hours before you make the decision. And the other thing, you don't know how you're going to feel, do you? So, Jill, I'll tell you what. I you think. might not fancy one at two, but come seven o'clock, you think, yeah, I could really go. This it. is how I see it with you, right? This is how I see it with you. And I'm, when I say I'm not analysing you, this is most of us, and it's certainly us three sitting around the table. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying you're completely dependent on it and reliant on it. But what I'm saying is, is something in your life that you use and you use it for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise you'd sit there and have two f- pints of fizzy water. Yeah. or whatever because it's better for you i don't know what but what it is is that you go look we all do something 
And if you don't do nothing, I don't trust you anyway. We're all, we're all, we're all, we're all, we're all doing, we're all got our little devices. And that's just, you know, that, that's just one of them. And we use many, you know, we use the, uh, we spoke about before OCD and we use all little mechanisms we use in our life as a sort of defense. I've started, I'll tell you what I've started doing, mm-hmm. training. Yeah. And it's killing me. Yeah. And what I've done, (laughs) I've joined one of these things. You know when you see all all them nutcases over the park running around with tree tree logs and all that? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought I was right clever. Right. The army train. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's called, it's really good. I'm enjoying it. It's called Fitness Squad or something. And I just looked (laughs) at it. I found it on my phone. You know, I'm like, I can't even, I'm no good on the internet. And all of a sudden, this has popped up on my phone. I don't know if someone sent it to me for a laugh. And I thought, yeah, I'll have some of that. So I've joined up. I turned up over the park, and there's me and um, like seven women, one geezer. And I thought, oh, you know, even even though I'm lumpy, a couple of these women are lumpy as well. And the, you know, the geezer looks fit. I'm not going to be able to live with him, but I'll, I'll be able yeah. to do. I'll be going to be better at certain. Do you know what? I was the most unfit out of everyone by far. So even in the warm-up jog, which was sort of right around the park, so a quarter of a mile little warm-up jog, I was lagging behind straight away, (laughs) gasping for breath. (laughs) And I thought, I've got to... And it's really, you know, it's it's probably very sexist to look at thinking, oh, because they're women, I'm going to be fitter and all of that, you know. Probably physically stronger in some departments, but a couple of them really physically strong as well. And I'm thinking, oh well, I'm I'm that much older, and I'm probably yeah. ten stretch older than a lot of them now. But I'm doing it. But here's the thing: each time I've come away, I don't know whether it would be serotonin or whatever it would be. When I get in that shower, come home and have a shower with mud on my knees, where I've been doing trying to do crab walking and press ups and all sorts of nonsense there's a lovely feeling mm-hmm. and it's worth it for that feeling. No, absolutely. So my, so I'm trying to replace, remember I'm not on the tablets now. So all I'm taking is magnesium and I'm taking in some B12 and you know, just think, so I'm trying to do stuff that's right to raise my, and I'm not saying this is going to work. Same as you, Miles, you know, Satilopran's working brilliant for you, but it may not work forever. forever no. We've all got to find our own way. And for the, and for the minute, I'm, I sort of feel like I'm holding it at bay. Now and then it's getting me. Mm. When I was taking Prozac, you know, a couple of months ago or whatever, when I was taking Prozac, I was sort of on an even keel but sort of quite deadened. It feels more like me at the moment, mm-hmm. but I'm getting the highs and the lows and I'm going to do it. And I don't know whether I've made the right decision, but I think what we have to do is try and find out what works for us? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I go swimming through about four times a week now, and I, you know, I really push myself when I go, and I feel brilliant after. I don't yeah. like the whole. It, it sounds a thought again, like oh, getting your bag pet, getting in there. But mm. once I've done it and I push myself, and like you say, getting the shower after, I feel so good. I bet you've it's never a lovely ever, feeling. I bet you've never ever come away from that swimming pool thinking I wish I'd never done that. Yeah, oh, never, 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 so never, there never. You are. never, never, never. What? So, Sal, I was gonna, I was gonna um, talk to you about your relationship with alcohol. What's that like? Do you think? From your point of view, uh, uh, rather than someone else's. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine's not great. It, I don't know. It's, not, it's hard to explain. I, I, I drink a lot. I drink a lot less than I used to, but I still drink a lot. Um, and I, I tend to do sort of 
You're more bingy than me, aren't you? No, I wouldn't even say bingy. I just sort of, I would say I call, I, I kind of do a, I, 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 I'll go a couple of weeks drinking sort of every day, and then by the end of the week I'll have had a lot, and then sometimes I think, oh, I'm, sh- I'm just I'm drinking too much. I need to. I need to calm it down and then I won't drink for a week and then I'll do exactly the same. I think, oh, well, I've given myself a week's rest. So <laughs> go yeah, back I'm entitled to go back on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, But can I ask you this? So it is a thing, and I'll put this to Sam. When you, like I, I use my addiction, mm-hmm. do you, with booze, mm-hmm. do you celebrate? Do you commiserate? Do you use it in every sort of slight extreme situation oh yeah. yeah 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 yeah. if i get up the stairs without tripping i sort of celebrate with the pint you know, it's like, <laughs> exactly yeah. so i mean that is that is that is how we use it and when you say we spoke miles says he, he has a couple like he has two two pints on a regular mm. basis how, how, how often how much would you say you drink I don't know. It's hard to say because it, it, it does vary. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not a consistent two pints a night. I'm not a consistent no. three or four pints a night. But, yeah. you know, it, I'll go sort of every single week. I'll have at least sort of, let's say, 16 beers spread over the course of that week, yeah. whether it's, you know, over two days or four days or seven days. I'll have, it, there, it's very rare that there's a week where I won't, okay. I won't drink at, at least a good few pints. So here's my, my, my difference between us three mm-hmm. is if I drink, I may get away with having the two-pint trick. Yeah. Having two pints a few times right. and thinking I've got it sorted here. Then all of a sudden, one night it would be on me and I'd get really on it and then I'd get really on it again. And then it had become it had become – a real bad addiction. Yeah. So, well, so you I'm would not, say generally you've got an addictive personality, regardless yeah, of what it is. Uh, regardless of what it is, I've got an addictive personality. Because I don't, and I was going to say, because I've yeah. been out for a drink with you a few times. Yeah. I, no, I don't know if you agree, Sam. I'm a quick drinker. Yeah. My first yeah. pint goes down really quick because yeah. I really look forward to it. Yeah. Not because I'm trying to get rid of the no. thing. I just love a drink. I just love it. You drink quicker than I do. Mm. I remember getting a pint in. I was halfway through mine, and you done yours. I, I've never seen it like it. It's like bloody yeah, hell. Because and, I, and uh, be truthful, <laughs> I want to give someone a backhander and all if they start sipping it. <laughs> yeah. it uh, and that's the same with eating. When yeah, if I'm sitting yeah. someone there fiddling about, I think for fuck's sake, I want to get it and slam it down <laughs> their throat. Either eat it or pass it over to me. Yeah. If you're going to mess <laughs> yeah. about with it, stop fiddling with it. And that is because I've got an addictive personality. But it can take me really dark places and. I do find I love a I love a drink. If I'm honest yeah. with you, I love the feeling of t- t- it may be three pints in for me with that really the golden nah, that golden little bit of thing where I feel really buzzy and I feel like I'm right on fire and I laugh and da da da. And then all of a sudden it starts going the other way and start. And I really wish I could bottle that and keep it now that's but, a, we, we were going to say the, go, yeah. the the sweet spot. So it's for me it's sort of two pints, maybe two yeah. and a half at the most, yeah. and I feel fantastic you just it's like that sweet little bubble if you stop drinking it goes off if you carry on you get more drunk and it's invariably not that pleasant they always say being drunk isn't nice but the journey is yeah that's so true that's so true i've I've got in the past i've been to the point when i've drunk so much you know when you think i don't want to be this drunk this is horrible not you do feel sick you just feel so pissed it's like this is really unpleasant um i mean even this training i'm doing 
I was going to just say it's quite ironic. It's called the sweet spot. Yeah. With what I think about what sugar, what I feel about sugar, <laughs> but or what, you know, not me. What millions of people feel about sugar. Um, with this training I'm doing, I'm doing that a little bit addictive as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, even that it shows. I'm, I'm doing what I should be doing is being this overweight and me age and everything. I should be pacing it out a little bit. Yeah. But I'm sort of pushing myself to the limits. You know, I, I felt like I've been run over the other day. <laughs> I trained so hard and come home, and it's really knackering. But that's the way I do things, and I and it's probably not a good thing to keep saying that's the way I do things because that's what I'm telling myself. Perhaps I should be saying. I used to. Like to I used to do. I'm not going to do that way yeah, anymore. I don't yeah, want to do yeah. it that way anymore. And you know, to, to it would be fantastic if to be able to do things in moderation and just enjoy it. But we've just lost. Just to change the subject a little bit, we've just lost a couple of um, celebrity faces, haven't we? We, we just have. lost. You know. Um, Dale Winton, oh, and we've also me. lost um, Fern. What's Fern's? Fern Troy, is it? Fern Troy. The He's only 49. Crazy. No age, And yeah. uh, the Swedish DJ. Yeah. Swedish yeah. 28. 28. 28. He 28. So there's severe a, alcohol problems. He did. And I think that was, and he suffered from depression and anxiety oh. as well, poor bloke. And, yeah. Um, and well, you know, all, all, when you think all that fame and all that money, and yet he's still doesn't make, addiction. You, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't make any if, difference. No, we, we discussed no this before. It, it doesn't. In it fact, doesn't, in fact. <laughs> It, it probably it makes you worse. It probably makes it worse because you've got to put that front onto people. And <laughs> Everything's got, fine. And, and it's and, on you. Yeah. And you know what it's like. You when when this when this horrible feeling of depression comes on you, you feel like you're trapped and there's no way out. And everything that everyone's saying feels like it's against you. And I don't know, but this is how I feel with it. And sometimes it can make my skin crawl. And all I want to do is break down crying and put a blanket over me and say, just please leave me alone. I just want to be left on my yeah, own. I, I don't know. want it. And so that horrible feeling, you can imagine it, when people are in the limelight like that, they're constantly being pulled in and it also may work the other way someone like i don't know what was happening with darwin and everyone come out and said what a lovely fella he was but he may not be getting the work that he used to i don't know mm. you know and it can work the other way around perhaps you know you need the ad adulation i know it certainly happens with boxers because all of a sudden they're this big you know like frank bruno obviously yeah he really yeah. struggled yeah. for years didn't yeah, yeah because you, you know to be up there and, and to yeah. be in the limelight and everyone sort of, you're a, you're a somebody and then all of a sudden was, nobody's taking no, notice No, I was going to say, you, yeah, I was just going to pick up on a point you just said yeah. about everyone saying that Dale Winton was a lovely guy and I'm sure yeah. he was a lovely guy because yeah. everyone's been really sort of vocal about what, yeah. what a smashing bloke he was to be around, a real kind, generous man with a really sort of, yeah. you know, sort of um, dark sense of humour, which I love, yeah. you know. But I, I suspect with people like that, and I don't want to make assumptions, it's a shame that he didn't feel that way about himself. And I think that's yeah. probably where a lot of problems come from. People will say, you're such a lovely guy, you're a really nice lady, you're blah, 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 blah. Mm. But if you don't feel that about yourself, it makes, that's no what, it makes no difference at all. And that's a real sad thing, isn't it? Where you're so horrible to yourself and you it's can't see that in yourself. It's you know? very, very sad. But I don't know about you. I find it really, really endearing. When someone don't like this, yeah, 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 because yeah. I recognise yeah. it, and I, no, 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 but I'm saying no, it's no, a I shame do. That it you is have to a shame like that. That's it what is, I mean. No, you know, I get what you're saying. But yeah. what I'm trying to get to is, I think we like people like that because we understand. Well, we recognise it in ourselves. We recognise yeah. it in ourselves. But yeah. there is, 
I think what it is, there's a part of us that thinks that we don't deserve to feel good. And I don't know, it comes from different places. We don't deserve to feel good. And we feel comfortable, it's part of us that feels comfortable in that sad, depressed place. You know, that's yeah. well, what I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to push back on that. Cause you know, I've been a lot better of late and I've been a lot kinder to myself and I do yeah. feel sometimes I deserve to feel better than I have done. Yeah. And, and you know, it, I, I get really upset about the way I've treated myself in the past yeah. and how, how ill I felt and realized it's all been down, down to no one else but myself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I just sick of feeling like that. And I've, I've been, you know, I, I do, I say this and I'm not suggesting this is right for anyone, but the Satellapram has been an absolute bloody lifesaver for me. It really has. It's turned my life around. Mm. Um, and, uh, it's, it's made things a lot clearer for me. Yeah. And, you know, when I took the drug, you know, I was offered CBT, but I, I think what worked for me was taking the medication, put my head in a clearer place to be able to use the, the CBT in the right way. Because I think when you're really depressed and really anxious, you're not in the right mind space to be able to, to take yourself out and, and, and get take on board that information you're getting. And that's, br- that's brilliant for you. And when I talk I'm, it, I'm not, sa- I'm not no, saying... No, but, just, but I just want to say on the other side of it, so yeah. just so that we ain't endorsing... When I took it, I wanted to top myself. Yeah, exactly. And, well, and, and, and in the first two weeks I took it, I you felt know, absolutely and, terrible on it. Yeah. And I, and I, but it did clear. It, you know. it cleared, yeah, I know, and it cleared for you. And, and what I'm <clears> saying, <throat> you know, and there probably, probably is one of these drugs out there that may really help me. I don't I don't really know, but um, it's different things for different people. And it, what we've said before so many times, this is such a complex thing this depression it is yeah i've never known any two people to have the same exactly the same symptoms they'd be the same they're traits quite, they're mm. similar the same they're quite, traits yeah, absolutely but not you know every it can be the slightest thing that that sets people off i think for me one of the big one of the big things it is it is a little quick what i'd say keep busy <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Keep busy. Just don't stop. <clears throat> don't you know, ruminating, that, sitting on your bum, thinking how feeling sorry for yourself is the worst thing. It is the worst you thing know, you can do. And some there might be someone in a wheelchair who's got to sit on their bum, but we've got to keep busy. Yeah, you know you've and got have to purpose in. Life. Got to keep busy you have and purpose doing something worthwhile because without that, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, Vern Troy was were obviously he, he, the battle he must have come up against. One of the smallest people in the world, I think he was. Um, and become, you know, this massive film star and all that. So he's had to battle all them things, which makes me, I feel ashamed. Like, oh, what am I moaning about? Do you know what yeah. I mean? All I've got to do is lose a bit of weight and yeah, I'll be all right. Yeah. You know, he achieved all these fantastic things. And then there's someone else, you know, um, like the DJ who looked the part. Mm. Swedish DJ, I can't remember his name. What was his Avicii. name? Avicii. Yeah, Avicii. I don't, I'm, that's not sure yeah. that was his, that was I think that was his name, stage name. Stage yeah, yeah, so, you know, who, who really looked the part, looked like he had everything going for him. And obviously they both felt as bad as each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's it, 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 no rules with this. There's no rules with this. And then this. we'll go back to our postman again. Yeah. Walking up and down, simple little life with the his trolley. Postman. Happy postman. I know. It's mad, Yeah, it? it makes you want... It is. You, there's no, uh, you know. Uh, you said there's there's a myriad of reasons why people are depressed and anxious, but I, I think that the symptoms, you know, there are sim- uh, slight different differences, but I think they're they're fairly universal. The it's way been they make quite you serious feel. today. Isn't it yeah. has been serious, and I, you know, we we I'm always getting bored of it. It's taking <laughs> piss out of it. I'm getting bored of it, mate. Depressed, mate, with you. 
with a couple of pints. <laughs> I can't believe you said I, I, I had a problem with alcohol. I know, you went to pieces. I didn't, I didn't expect you to no, say that. I know, because I, that's the way <laughs> I see it. That's the, the way, way you I see it. You, you, you did get defensive. Well, you did if get someone's no, hang on. You went if someone says, <laughs> if someone says to you, you've got a problem with alcohol, you're not going to go, oh, brilliant, thanks. No, no, but I see he's changed his face. He's tried to defend himself yeah. and sort of well, let, no, let just, everyone know look, that he hasn't got a problem. I, I think problems... Listen, why Everyone, let's be honest, everyone, everyone has a problem with alcohol. I think anyone that drinks has a problem with it because you drink... No, you're you're in a bad place. <laughs> I'm telling you, I sat there. I'm sat, I'll give you 10 I'm years. I've done about six quids worth of pork scratchings. I don't even like them. <laughs> I was de- I was, I was whopping the pork scratchings down while I was watching you drink that booze the other day because I had to drive, so I didn't yeah, yeah. drink. I'm just, I'm just watching him. And, I, and I'm thinking, I, it just shows you how my nut works. I'm thinking he's got a problem now. But while he's doing it, I'm doing half hundred weight of pork scratchings. I've got scratchings. a problem because I'm drinking a pint. I know. What do you want me to do? You've got a bad problem. You've got mate. a bad problem talking about. No, everyone says it. <laughs> Hang on. Everyone. 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 Every, the geezer at the behind the ramp and that booze who actually looked at me and, and mouthed to me, is it all right? Don't you, serve him anymore. When you went up for another pint, he mouthed yeah. it. Was are you is it all right? And I'll give him a little nod. I said, go on. Well, I have always said give him one every, more. Every every all you can give eat Chinese and Indian buffet in this country's got a picture of you behind the ramp saying banned. <laughs> They turn the they turn the clothes sign round as I as I get to the window. I bet have, the you locks been, have you been to one of them? Yeah, of course I. Have. And I bet you just it, how many times you've been in up bits, there in bits. <laughs> I tie I tie me braces to the counter. So I just are you, ping myself back up. Are there. you one of them people as well? You're, I've seen people do this, and I'm, I, I've watched people. Work eat. Of art. What they do is they put everything on one plate nothing goes with anything yeah and they'll have savoury a pile of savoury then they'll have pudding and I've seen that pudding and they go back to savoury again yeah, they, they sort of break it up with a bit it's of good. ice cream and a bit of oh, very, weird, yeah it's really weird isn't it yeah I think there's a funny funny thing uh, mate of mine Phil Jupiter said when he was his biggest I think him and I can't know, who was it I think Andre Vincent they're both big lumps Mates of mine, they won't mind me saying this. And they went to a, uh, an eat all you like place. And in the end, the geezer just lost it. I think it was all sort of Chinese food. And they'd done all the prawns, <laughs> which is the most expensive thing. They didn't even, didn't even look at like the veg or anything. And they'd done about 400 weight of prawns. <laughs> and in the, in the end, the geezer would go, no more prawn, no more prawn. I think he slung them out. Well, where are we time-wise? 38 minutes. 22? 38 minutes. That's right. So look, um, I've got all those facts. There's a a website, uh, drinkaware.co.uk, and Mm. alcohol and mental health. And it's worth a read um, about uh, alcohol and depression, how it's a vicious cycle. Um, how, put a link up. How it's how it is linked to suicide and self harm and psychosis. How it can damage your memory. Um, how you can drink and have healthy mental health as well. Not you know I'm not saying that you should abstain, but uh, some people do have a, a severe problem with it. Uh, you can read that if you like. And also, I'm going to put a picture up me eating owner. All right. And you're going to put a picture, put a picture <laughs> got, of me having two pints. He's got a problem. Two pints. He's got a problem. And me sitting there with a bag full of owner. <laughs> Happy as a sandboy. So look, um, what have we got? Any, any housekeeping, Sam? Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, nothing I want to add. Uh, I'm I'm away next week. You are away I'm next away week. Oh, where are you going? I'm, go- I'm going out to visit my parents. They li- they live in Scotland now. I've driven them away. <laughs> 
Oh, I, like, I love you, Scotland. Yeah, so That's cool. It's I a gorgeous love, part of the world. It's the most yeah. beautiful part. Here's something you want to do if you suffer from depression. If you get the chance, go up to the Highlands, the west coast of Scotland, like Glencoe and, you know, all, all, these, all these beautiful places up there. There are amazing beaches that you mm. would not believe. Yeah. And if you catch the weather, you, if you don't get the weather, you're banging trouble, right? But if you get the weather, <laughs> you have cracked it. I'm talking about white sands. There's one part Crystal of clear water, is it? Crystal yeah. clear water. I think there's one place called, I think I'm probably not going to pronounce it probably, but it's called Adamakan, Adamakan or something like that it's called. And I went, it's like the bounty advert. <laughs> it's, it, and, and it's where two seas meet, and it's like a blue lagoon mm, water. Yeah, yeah. It's palm trees. Wow. There's incredible white sands, and you and you drive through mountains to get to it with eagles flying above you. It's majestic, and it's so powerful. I promise you this: if you've got any emotion in your body, you're going to be emotional <laughs> because it brings it out in you. It's yeah. such a Beautiful, beautiful place. Whereabouts in Scotland do they live? Uh, roughly that area. Uh, really? Yeah, not even joking. Oh, well, yeah, make, genuinely. Make oh, sure really? you go down. Yeah. Well, look, can you go down there and let us know what it was like for you? Well, I'm going to go with him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah he's what about, where's my invite? Well, you know, didn't want you to bring you it can't, down. You can't drive, mate. You drink too much. <laughs> It's your breath, mate. It's the, it's booze, it's the booze on your you breath. You can sit in the back eating your own. Tell you what, I'll get... you sit in the... I'll have me two pints. You have your own up and sank and drive us up. Tell you what, when I come away from here every week, I feel half booze, mate, just on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, right on that. Uh, we will. We'll see you very soon. We might have a, a fallow week next week, then. But um... possibly, yeah. I was going to say. So basically, a few people have been uh, sending us emails and stories and things like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make sure that uh, that this is okay with the people who have. But I think we might. Start a blog uh, with people who have sent in their, you know, their their stories, their uh, yeah, their ideas, and all this sort of stuff. Um, and hopefully, if in, in lieu of a of a podcast next week, um, I'm going to try and see if I can get some of that stuff up on the website, which Brilliant. is happyandyouknowit.co.uk. Brilliant, fantastic. Well, thanks very much for tuning in and listening, and we'll speak to you very soon. <laughs> I'm off for a pint. We'll Bye. Say. Bye. <laughs>